Testing, one, two, three. Sounds good, looks good. Hey everyone, uh, it's Nick. It's me. I'm Nick. Uh, this is my, what we'll call a podcast. It's really just me talking to my friends. It's a really good excuse for me to talk about the things that I care about, like uh, music, movies, football, that kind of stuff. Um... Yeah, it's just something, I I just like talking to my friends. I like hearing what they have to say about certain things. Uh, Just hearing everybody's opinions on things, I think it's super fascinating. Uh, So I'm going to probably try and post these as regularly as I possibly can. Uh, Who knows how regularly that is. But we're at least going to, Jackson and I, Jackson's the other guy on this podcast, uh, we're going to try and put out a football podcast every Tuesday uh, as best we can. Sometimes that won't be possible and that kind of thing. But I'll tweet everything out at Grunsby, G-R-U-N-S-B-Y, and we'll go from there. Uh, in the meantime, just listen to Jackson and I talk about football this week, and hopefully I'll have the conversation with Justin. It's like a two-hour-long thing, so I have to edit it. Uh Especially since we were watching videos in between because we're idiots. Uh, Yeah, so hopefully that'll be up in a pretty reasonable amount of time. And if it's not, you know, that's kind of how my life goes. So we'll see. Uh, I'll see you guys on the other side. So what's up? Did you so you watch football this weekend? Just just the Vikings game, really. And then a little bit of the. Shitty Dallas and Panthers. Oh game. my god, that Dallas and Panthers game was awful. <laughs> <laughs> I I watched that. I made the mistake of watching that. I wanted to watch Cam Newton. Uh, yeah, well, he looked good. And it was a good Cam Newton game, and it, that was it. That was North, that was North all that it was. Actually, turned around a little bit, dude. Though. It was. Uh, it's crazy because one of the teams looked pretty competent on offense, and the other team didn't know. Didn't didn't seem like they knew what they were doing. And usually, that team that didn't know what they were doing is usually the North Turner team. And for whatever reason, uh, it was it was the Cowboys. I can't believe it. I honestly can't. It's not like that that Carolina that Carolina team has like a world beating defense. It's just well, the, Luke Luke Kuechly went down. Yeah, but he goes down like every week. That's a problem. Uh, yeah, and Greg Olson going down not great. He was in he was in a boot by the time that game was over. Yeah, that's shitty. That's crappy, but uh, they still they still had a I mean they still had a really good game. Cam still had a really really good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched the uh oh my god that I can't even explain to you how great that uh that Browns and Steelers game was. I can't even oh, explain I, to you. <laughs> I fucking couldn't watch it. Was it not on your CBS? What did you get the Houston game? No, I was uh. Had a buddies that had an antenna, so like, like like a satellite antenna, so yeah. we had no idea if we even could get it anyways. Oh, okay, got you. We were just on Fox and didn't want to like. Didn't want to mess up a good thing. Yeah. Uh, it was. No, I was watching it play by play on the ESPN app at my phone. <laughs> it was uh, God, it was something else. It was like every other minute, it was like, oh, been through another interception or. Oh, the Browns fucked up this drive, or like, dude, the craziest thing was they had the they had the ball with like a minute and fifty seconds left, or something like that. 
Mm-hmm. They get the ball on first, and the game's tied. Mm-hmm. They get the ball on first down, and they run the ball. And then on second down, it's as if, like, so I, I'm thinking, like, oh, they're going to just run the clock out and take it to overtime. Whatever. Second down, they pass the ball. So I don't even know what's going on anymore. I'm like, I'm not sure if they're trying to win this game or if they're just trying to take it to overtime. I don't I don't get it. I don't understand some of the decisions they make. And then that last Hugh Jackson one oh one. Yeah, it's Hugh Jackson. And then that last play where they're just like Well, we haven't really thrown the ball downfield all game because we have Tyrod Taylor and he doesn't have an arm like that. So we're just gonna throw the ball downfield and pretend like we don't have Tyrod Taylor. And then the ball gets picked off because Tyrod Taylor threw under threw it by like six yards, and then they go into he, overtime. He's like, sorry to no, you're good, you're good. Off, he's a, he's a good idea for like you have to build a West Coast offense around him. Oh yeah, you have to build like short passing game. Like I I'm gonna I'm gonna like it. It has to be like an Oklahoma style like spread offense, which is perfect mm-hmm. because that's what they have as in their backup. But it's uh, it has to be a Oklahoma style like spread offense, like I'm going to play action every play and then I'm going to throw out of it, or something like that. Yeah, and I mean Carlos Hyde's a great running back for that, so it like it works in theory. It's just you can't take those deep shots because you have Tyrod Taylor, and I can throw farther than Tyler Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> it's I I, I don't know, I don't understand. And then they get to the. They uh, how did that how did that overtime go? I think it was I think it was like the Browns got the ball. Mm-hmm. They may have thrown an interception or a fumble or something stupid like that. Maybe it was just a punt though. I might be wrong. And then Steelers take it down the field, and then I think that's when they kick that field goal and. Like, I don't understand. They just decided that Boswell was going to hit this field goal. Like, just out of nowhere. When Boswell was like, if you were watching the game, he almost missed every single extra point he kicked. (laughs) So they just decided that we're just going to put this on Boswell's leg. And Boswell misses, of course, because it's it's fucking Boswell. Uh, And then the Browns go, like, three and out again. So they punt the ball away. And then... Ben just it, oh yeah, I remember that possession because it took only eight seconds off the clock. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. They just decided uh, we're not trying to tie, we're not trying to win, we're not trying to lose. It was crazy. Uh, and then the the Steelers get the ball back, and I'm like, okay, now they're gonna go down the field. And oh no, there may have only been like 50 seconds left. There may have only been like 50 seconds left. And then Ben just throws one of the worst fucking picks I've ever seen in my life. Well, it's dude. Obviously, got chased down from behind, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, he, he he does well. He has no business throwing that ball. Like, just just take the sack. It's not a big deal. If you tie, at least you didn't throw an interception. You don't look shitty. Uh, I mean, I guess he's trying to make a play. It's a, like I I don't know. Uh, but what I would say is, <laughs> fucking Zane Gonzalez having that kick blocked at the end of that game. I thought the Corey Coleman thing at the end of the year where he was in first down and distance and he drops that ball. I thought that was the most brown things I've ever seen thing I've ever seen happen. I I lied. It was Zane Gonzalez kicking this ball and TJ Watt breaking through the line and fucking blocking it with his like pinky finger and and basically giving them half a point in the win column. It was crazy. 
I I've never been I've never been so out of my seat for a fucking Browns game. It was it was honestly I this like this is something I think I'm going to watch for the rest of the year is like is how they how they figure out how to screw these fucking games up. I I don't get it. I don't I don't understand. It it happens. <laughs> I, I I get it happens. It happens so many times though. Especially <laughs> to that team. Yeah, uh what was that? Oh, I was me coughing. I had to, I muted myself no, for a sec. I, I got like a random ass noise that popped Yeah, that up was that was me unmuting, I think. Oh. Uh yeah. tell me about the Vikings game. I heard the Vikings looked really good. Uh <laughs> Well I don't know where to start. Um we had a really good first half, obviously. Yes. And then like the first three plays went to Dominic Cook, I'm like are we gonna like do this sort of like Elvin Kamara, like type of offense? Just uh-huh. give it to him all the time, and it kind of worries me because he's coming off an ACL tear. Sure. So we don't want him to be our workhorse and like him winning us single-handedly, winning us games, and him getting in- getting injured again. Even though we have Latavius Murray, which is fine, not just fine. He's pretty dang good he's still. serviceable yeah but like that worried me Kirk Cousins looked uh, um, I was with a few buddies when I was watching the game and <clears throat> all we kept saying is like that he's a lot better than Case Keenum and I always was like kind of wish we had gotten Case Keenum instead of Kirk Cousins would have been cheaper sure, sure. but <clears throat> It's it was a good game. Uh, when he needed to throw the ball perfectly, he fucking threw it perfectly. Yeah, I heard he. I, I heard he hit some dimes. Yeah, Adam Thielen had a drop. Did not. It was like one of the easiest catches that I've ever seen someone drop. Yeah, but I heard he had a bunch of tough catches too. Like I heard he. I heard he had a really good game as well. Well, no, he did. That was a problem. Like, what? Where did okay, that yeah, drop yeah. come from? And he's like, he's a possession receiver, you know. Sure, he's not. There, he's not explosion. He's more. I'm gonna. I'm gonna catch the ball every time you throw it. Yeah, uh, George Kittle for San Francisco looked really good. The tight end. Yeah, I I heard he he dropped a couple, like wide open wide open bombs. He 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 dropped one, but it wasn't that bad. It was just the fact that. It, he like stopped because he was trying to go for a possession catch, not like to catch it on the run. Yeah, and he just him stopping made it too short. Like the ball was perfect. It's obvious it's a Jimmy G ball. It's gonna be perfect. Sure. Um, I don't really like him, but yeah, but I get what you're saying. Uh, it screwed him up because I mean he had a good game, but I did not expect uh, him to have such a good game like that because i i knew who he was but at the same time you don't really know who people are like that yeah he's kind of he was kind of like not really anybody on the depth chart last year it was just a more or less just another person the same with like Dallas cowboys on their tight end oh their tight end their tight end situation's awful that kid that they drafted uh so the eagles traded up to get dallas goddard Mm -hmm. uh in the draft he looks good. and then he the the cowboys immediately went like left guard or whatever they went and then afterwards they said 
Well, we weren't going for a tight end in that pick. We were definitely going like we had our pick. It was uh, it was whatever his name was, Con- Connor Williams or some shit like that. Uh, he looked awful. He looked absolutely awful when he played yesterday or two. I guess two days ago now. He he looked. Is that their uh, like left guard? I think it's their left guard. It might be. It might be their left tackle. I don't know. He's he played he played significant time on Sunday though. Yeah, and he I, looked he looked not good when I was watching the game or whatever. They brought up uh, rookie on the line, and I was like, "Ooh, yeah." It was uh, it was it was not good. Uh, you can the... you can definitely tell the difference without Travis Frederick at center there. Yeah, that's just a sad situation. I can't believe that stuff's happening. Uh, yeah, it's it's very strange. It's a very I don't know if you've looked into it, but it's it's a very strange situation. Oh, one thing that I'd uh, I'd give pr- props to the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, we have a backup in right now because Pat Offline is out. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <clears throat> he's our center usually, but then we like picked up like Brett Jones from the Giants. I don't remember. If, I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, or not. he was he was their second string guy, and something that Pat Offline guy got hurt. Is yeah, that he it? had surgery. Well, he had, got hurt and then like played through it like in the playoffs. Oh, okay. And then he had to have shoulder surgery. So he's and just not back for that. And he's not back. Okay. But he's not on the PUP list. So, like, he should be back within week seven. Yeah. That's, that's what you would expect. Yeah. But uh, DeForest Buckner wrecked our backup. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He had like three sacks or something. Oh, Lord. And. I was kind of worried about it. He had two and a half. He half sacked with someone. Okay. But he uh, uh, props to San Francisco would just be like, oh, your backup left guard is here right now. Let's put our best defensive they tackle just, Yeah, they just, just schemed him. Eat him up. And it was horrible. But so honestly, here, here, that game, yeah. like – did not feel like a 24 to 16 game. I heard it was closer than that. Yeah, like at the end it felt a lot closer. Well, we scored like something in the first. Uh, oh, we only scored 10 in the first half. But like we scored our, four, our 14 in the third quarter like right away. So it felt like it was it was like 24 to 6. And then San Francisco scored 13 straight points and it worried me. <laughs> So then Harrison goes, Smith yeah. had the uh, pick to seal it. That was so. This is this is these are the two things I heard about this game. I actually I heard three things. I heard Davin Cook seems really healthy, uh, oh, like yeah. like he, like he's ready he's ready to go. And I guess this ties to that. And that D Filippo did a really good job on Sunday. Yeah, uh, I, I was really surprised. Honestly, I heard Harrison Smith. Just went supernova in that game. Yeah, he kind of. I honestly thought he was going to get defense, like NFC Defensive Player of the Week. Yeah. And tell Khalil Mack that night. Well, yeah, I mean Khalil Mack literally had one of the best performances of all time. Yeah, no, that's what I was on a like, snap well, count. Yeah, it's like like if you're going to lose, it, it might as well be that. <laughs> uh, and then the the third thing I heard was Zimmer was on fire in that second half. He just decided to like turn up the turn up the heat and be like, I'm gonna force Jimmy G into making a bad situation, like making a bad throw. 
and then yeah, that's exactly that. what happened. We had to pick six. Yeah, it's I I heard. Well, because well the receiver fell down. Well, still. But I mean, it's still pick six. Exactly, it's pressure. It's probably not where he wanted to go. First round pick, Mike Hughes. I heard Mike yeah. Hughes played really well. Well, he was playing because Trey Wayne's got hurt. Yeah, but I heard he played really well. Like I heard he's 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 gonna be really great for them. Yeah, it's gonna be nice. He's our kicker turner, but Robbie Gold kicks it to the end zone every fucking time. <laughs> can I can I tell you about the Eagles game now? Uh. <laughs> I don't know if I want you to. It was on. so. It was. It was. It was uh, one of the loudest situations I've ever been in my life. I don't know if you watched the oh, game. Oh yeah, because you were there. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. That I forgot. Uh, anyways, it was one of the loudest situations I've ever been in my life. Did you watch the game at all? Yeah, I was watching it. There was a the the first goal line stand, like the first drive, their first drive. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even hear myself think. <laughs> it was crazy and then at the at the end of the game that last goal line stand uh like I, it was like having a heart attack it was so anxiety inducing it was crazy uh i i it was it was uh it was a it was just an insane experience mm-hmm. uh that like i'll i'll probably never experience something like that again it was it was it was like a once in a lifetime game. We did boo them coming out of ha- or coming off of halftime because they they I mean the Eagles looked like shit at, at, by halftime. I mean, you booed the Eagles? <laughs> yeah, we booed the Eagles. They it, they <laughs> they look like they look like garbage. We had more yeah, penalty yards. Worried. We had more penalty yards than we did offensive yards. I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> I'm like, "Frank Reich isn't that important to this offense." I'm like, "What is going on right now?" Uh, I think it's just growing pains, though. And once Carson comes back, that's like a that's going to be a huge bump in our confidence and yeah, whatever. And I still Alshon think either. I still yeah, and Alshon's probably two weeks away. Like once once we get into once we get into the thick of things, we don't have a tough game for like three weeks. So once we get into the thick of things, uh, I think we're still good. I do think they're probably still the best team in the NFL. Uh, just their just their like together like even in that shitty game it seemed like everything was going to be okay like i don't, I don't know, so, I don't know. something the reassuring Falcons about in the that. first half looked really fucking good yeah and then oh my god the <laughs> the uh the stat of the night was that there were 20 snaps within the red zone and they only scored 12 points <laughs> how does that, how do you let that happen i don't i don't get it like you have one of the tallest people in the NFL, and I, I guess Ryan knew that because that last ball that he threw was like ten feet in the air. He was just pretending Julio Jones was like eleven feet tall or some shit. Yeah. Uh. Like I, I don't understand. Apparently, he was one for nine going to Julio Jones in the red zone on mm-hmm. that night. I'm like, what is going on, dude? I could throw to Julio Jones. All you have to do is put that ball. I I mean, I guess it's a little bit more complicated than that because that's what Matt Ryan did and it didn't work. But the, like you first of all, you can either use him as a decoy and go somewhere else because we're going to be doubling him and which we did all night uh, if we weren't playing zo- soft zone on him, which pissed me off. And second of all, when you throw it to him, you just have to give him a chance. And Matt Ryan just was not giving him a chance. And the co- plays that were called were awful. They were just mm-hmm. awful. I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't know. The the Falcons. I want to love the Falcons. I really do. 
But every year, whenever they play the Eagles, because it seems like it's every year now, uh, they they just look like garbage. They just play like garbage. And if they can't play well against good teams, then there's there's no they have no chance because the NFC is better this year than they have been like in the previous five years. Like the, the NFC is so stacked this year. And it's unbelievable. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? Fucking NFL.com put them up one spot in power rankings, which I don't understand. <laughs> that, no. that makes no sense to me. I mean, there aren't a lot of really good teams right now, but the Chiefs are below are below them. Are you kidding me? The Chiefs look like fucking world beaters on fucking Sunday. I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, you know I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> if you say you don't get it, you don't get it. I, dude, the, the Falcons, more than any other team, piss me off because I think they have one of the most talented rosters in the NFL. And just for whatever reason, it just seems like sometimes they just don't want to go out and win. Sometimes they just be content with losing this week, and that's like just the way it's gonna go. Uh, well, they got two major injuries on their defense too. Uh, Neil's out for the season, right? Yep, and then Deion Jones was placed on IR today. Just today, they say he's gonna come back before the end of the year, though. Yeah, uh, IR you only have to be out for like ten weeks or something. Like is that. it six or ten weeks? It's something like that. I think six is pup. I think like, eight is PUP. Six might be right, though, now that you say it. Now that you've said it out loud, I think it might be whatever. six. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, it's something like that. Uh, the Bills look awful. Oh, the Bills are the worst team in the NFL this year, my friend. <laughs> well, yeah, because they fucking started Nathan Peter. We've become, it's become that. Dude, why did they trade AJ McCarron? <laughs> why did they do that? Uh, they they did that. I'm like, wait a sec. Are they gonna start Josh Allen? And they're like, nope. We're gonna start Nathan Peterman. I'm like, dude, you remember who Nathan Peterman is, right? I don't, <laughs> Five interceptions in one half. I don't get it. I don't. I uh, that's another one I don't understand. The Bills are so dysfunctional. It's unbelievable. They should have just started. If they were gonna start Nathan Peterman, they should have just started Josh Allen. Yeah. Because they ended up going to Josh Allen anyway. Mm-hmm. It does not make sense. If Maybe you're, if, they, they were like, hey, Nathan Peterman, prove us wrong. Well, Maybe. to be and fair. they're like, Josh Allen should be starting week two. I don't know why he wouldn't. Well, to be fair, apparently Nathan Peterman had a really good preseason. Like a really good preseason. Uh-oh. And uh, I, 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 listen, if Josh Allen can't beat Nathan Peterman in a in a quarterback competition, though, I think we have a huge issue. I think they have a huge issue on their hands, if that's the case. Yeah, they might. Uh, they are they are by far and away the worst team in the NFL. They'll still probably win a game. Uh, I can't imagine they don't win a game. Although it would be it's, hilarious if they didn't. It's just, it's just weird to see LeSean McCoy only touch the ball seven times. Yeah, I yeah. Well, can we talk? They just not, yeah, they just they, they not forgot have about the ball him. That one? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, well it's, Nathan Peterman went five for eighteen. Well, it's weird because the Bengals. I think I saw some stat that like Joe Flacco only had like two hundred and fifty yards in that game, and the running backs weren't necessarily running well. It was just like very strange. It's a very yeah. strange game. To, he had, he had uh, two hundred thirty-six yards, but he still had three TDs. 
yeah, like that must it, like I don't know. I'm listen. I was never gonna watch that game. I knew I saw the writing on the wall. I knew it was. I didn't think it was gonna be that bad because I think the Ravens are bad too. But I, yeah, I I I don't know. The Bills are by far and away the worst team in the NFL. It, it's like I don't understand how a team can be that dysfunctional. It's it's insane. It's like just make a decision and stick with it. I almost believe I this is what I want. I want them to bring Nathan Peterman back next week and be like, "No, for real this time. He's he's playing the whole game." And then do the exact same thing next week and then the next week they'll be like, "All right, well, actually we're just going to start Josh Allen. Fuck this." <laughs> they were talking such a big game about, "No, we understand he's a project. We have to keep him on the bench. He needs to he needs to develop and learn the speed of the game and stuff like that." And then they go and trade their only competent starting quarterback for like a fifth rounder. <laughs> I I I like that doesn't make sense. And then all of a sudden you have to start Nathan Peterman. It's like you're not going to win any games that way. You should have just no. kept the quarterback and then you would have figured it out. Um, what other shit do I want to complain about? Oh, can we talk uh, about can where we... the fuck did Ryan Fitzpatrick come from? Oh, Ryan Fitz, dude. I so here's the here's it, God beard. The... Can we can we talk about instead of talking about that? Can we talk about <laughs> how uh, Mariota's time in Tampa is probably up? Do you think there? So his fifth Mar- his fifth year option next year is worth twenty two million dollars next year. Oh wait. Ma- are you talking about Winston? Oh, I'm sorry, Winston. Talking- no, I'm sorry, not not Mariota, Winston. Okay, uh, I was like, what? Oh, that's okay. my, my fault. I I think that, that I think I they're both. Which way you were trying to go there? I think they're I think they're both. Uh, I think they're both about twenty two million. But that's beside the point. Uh, I can't see the Buccaneers. I can't see the Buccaneers paying him twenty two million dollars next year. I don't know, man. Like, I mean, like, what what would you do if so? Here's what you have to think about starting right now. You're the you're the Buccaneers GM, and you just had Ryan Fitzpatrick play what could possibly be the game of his life. If you had to make the decision right now on the fifth year option, you could either take the fifth year option, or you could cut ties completely and draft a quarterback this next this next draft. What would you do? It would have to be it depends how the season goes. Because, like, if the season goes pretty well, mm-hmm. that means they're going to have a later round pick. And then you almost don't want to try to risk for a quarterback at that point. Because, I mean, you can get quarterbacks later in the draft, but, like, you need, if you're going to cut some, like, an actually proven starting quarterback. You're not just gonna cut him for like a third round draft pick, you know. Sure, you're gonna take somebody in the first. You almost might as well pay him, and then see. Like it, it's all the, it's week one. We haven't even seen him yet. That's a problem. Uh, but like right yeah. now, I would think I would still take his player option just for the fact that we know he has. He has definitely enough talent around him to throw to. Sure. And then he's got, he's got enough talent himself. So, I don't know. It's tough. Yeah, it's a really tough situation. Because I, I, what I was going to say is, what if they go like 3-1? and one? What if they go 3-1 and one without him? 
He's out for four games, right? Yeah. So what if they go three and one without him? What do you do? Do you do you put him back in? Or do you keep probably playing Ryan not. Fitzpatrick? Probably not. You probably go with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Because you just okay, play the so hot you, hand. You guys they play the Eagles, Steelers, and Bears. Okay, the thing is is that they can go they can be either one and three or like <laughs> three and one. Like it's like because the Bears looked kind of good, mm-hmm. and then the Steelers. We don't know what the fuck's going on. There. I think the Steelers are awful. That's my hot take. Uh, well, I think I think uh, Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell, Bell. I think Le'Veon Bell not being there. I think is a way bigger deal than they're letting on. But yeah, um, like Eagles. I honestly want to see this game because I want Ryan Fitzpatrick to actually, I guess, see a decent defense because I guess the Saints don't have a fucking defense anymore. Well, yeah. They also start out really slow every year. Like, they did that same shit last year where they just played dead for two weeks and then came back and almost won the Super Bowl. Like, that kind of deal. So, Marcus Williams missed two tackles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the one important one, dude. (laughs) Wow. It, it's it's tough because of like like if they go three and one, I'd start them. I'd keep Ryan Fitzpatrick. In I think I would chokes. too. I think I would too. Chokes on this big black dildo. Um, uh, I wanna. Did you watch the games last night? Uh, no. Oh my god. Oh my god. Let me tell you about Sam Darnold. Oh, oh! I watched, I watched his highlights. Oh my um, lord, he looks so good. Oh yeah, he, he looks so he good. Five, he had five incompletions. He threw, he threw two touchdowns to his team and one to the other team. <laughs> it was incredible. I've never seen anything like it. But like, you just think his first incompletion was the first throw. So the rest of that game, it was actually really only four throws that were missed. I, 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 dude, he looked so good. Like I, I'm so I, I, I tweeted this. I said, imagine being excited to be a Jets fan. Uh, oh yeah, I saw that. Because, but dude, this team, like that team, looked so legit last night. It stifled that offense. It, it actually put the brakes on Stafford. It was crazy. I think well, I saw a stat that I, when when Stafford was blitzed, he was he was like twenty five yards and three interceptions or some shit <laughs> like that. It's like, oh my god, how does how does that even happen? That's Matt fucking Stafford. Usually, just throw, he hurls that ball downfield. And it's weird because like the Lions just have been the same team for how many years now? They just don't. Dude, I think succeed. you and I talked last year. And I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. No, I think it was just playoffs. Oh, well, it was something like that. <laughs> Dude, they always fucking, every year, they always fucking disappoint me. I thought this year was going to be a good year for them, but nope, that's not going to happen. Sounds seems like same old, same old fucking Lions. I think it's the coaching. I, I don't know. I don't think Patricia's a that- necessarily bad coach. And that doesn't. And Patricia doesn't explain the offensive problems because he's the defensive guy. Yeah. And Jim Bob Cooter and and Stafford are both supposed to be like best friends and shit like that. I don't. I don't know. I I really don't know what's up with them. They look like garbage. They look like garbage. Well, Staff, Stafford got hurt. Yeah, but Stafford. That's another guy who gets hurt every game. Except Stafford keeps playing. 
Yeah, Stafford's got some big balls. He's got some huge balls. That game where he dislocated his shoulder, he went back in and threw the game when it touched him. That's, that's yeah. insane. <laughs> Imagine dislocating your shoulder and then going back in. I remember uh, he also like has like showed that he was going to fake spike it, and then he jumped over the line. That was against the uh, the Cowboys. Yeah, he's like he's yelling spike, spike, and then everybody's like playing for a spike, and he just jumps over everybody. <laughs> scores. I'm like, oh my god, that he's got some huge balls. Uh, what what else do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about Aaron Rodgers? I think we should. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out his injury report tomorrow. <laughs> Dude, the guy, the guy like was on one leg, and he and he beat the fucking Bears. And he was on hella drugs. Yeah, oh my god! Did you see his post game press con- his post game interview? Yeah. Where he's like trying to like sound the words out in his head before he says it. He's like talking <laughs> real slow, and <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Uh, I think the Bears uh are probably going to be like seven and nine this year. I think that's what it feels like to me. They're going to lose a lot of games like that. It's going to be like the Eagles two years ago when Wentz first started like they're just gonna, oh, yeah. they're just gonna lose a lot of like really close games while Nagy figures out how to like play call and Trevinsky figures out how to throw past the fucking line of scrimmage yeah they looked good yeah. until it was so it reminded me a lot of the AFC championship game last year where I felt like the Jaguars looked really good until they got off the script and all of a sudden they had to start playing calling plays that like like on the fly mm-hmm. then they started looking bad the bears looked the same exact way they looked really good for like the first two quarters right that first half it was like oh this yeah. is unbelievable this is the best bears team of all time what it, they had to play against Deshaun Kaiser for a little bit but yeah well yeah yeah what i'm saying is like this <laughs> like they 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 seemed like they could have won that game. And then Aaron Rodgers mm. happened. Aaron Rodgers just happened, man. Yeah, I mean I saw him I saw him coming out of the locker I saw him coming out of the tunnel walk and I'm like, he still has his pads on. He's not gonna play, is he? And then they're they're like he, it looks like he's gonna well well it looks like he's gonna come out and play. I'm like, what the fuck? This guy like <laughs> broke his goddamn fibula earlier. What is how is he gonna play? And then he comes out and he wins that game. Are you kidding me, dude? That throw to Allison was one of the sickest throws I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I, I, dude, I, dude, he's, he's. I don't want to say he's the greatest player in the league because I don't, I don't know if he is. I don't know if you could talk the pedigree like Brady has of that, of that even top player in the league because of like everybody's different roles. Well. Yeah, because Khalil Mack looked like the best player in the league in the first half, and then Aaron Rodgers looked like the best player in the league in the second half. Like that's yeah, that's the kind of shit. But this is but that game was the kind of game we're going to be telling our kids about. Is like, yeah, you should have seen Aaron. It's like some Michael Jordan shit. It's like, yeah, you should have seen Aaron Rodgers play. He beat Utah and with the flu in Game Two of the Finals or whatever the fuck. Like that kind of shit. Like then, he's like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers broke his leg and he came back and he just beat the Bears like it was nothing. He was literally not even throwing on his left leg. Yeah, it was crazy. It was it was the craziest shit I've ever seen. Anyway, the Bears look good. Packers still kind of look bad, but they still are probably going to be pretty good. Uh, well, see what happens tomorrow. 
Yeah, I guess it depends on the on the old uh, MRI. Uh, any other games I want to talk about? Oh, I watched the Jaguars-Giants game. That game was fucking awful. But both of those teams are bad. Uh, I think that's was it, it. Was it fun seeing Saquon Barkley play, though? Oh, my God. They wouldn't stop talking about him. When he broke that, when he broke that touchdown, that was like they, they showed that replay like four times. Then they went to commercial. They showed it again. <laughs> this, is what, this is what Saquon Barkley brings to your team. I'm like, dude, he just broke a run. It's not a big deal. <laughs> like everybody in the league does that every once in a while. And then that was probably like fucking Sports Center's number one top ten play and fucking all the Penn State alums out here were like like screaming for a fucking Barkley touchdown, shit like that, like that kind of stuff. It's I don't know. I I'm in kinda in the middle of it all, so it's kind of annoying for me. God damn it. Yeah, it's uh, whatever. Oh, can we talk about Deshaun Watson just really quick, and then we'll go do the power rankings. Okay. Deshaun Watson looked like garbage. That actually, that whole offense looked like garbage. I won't say Deshaun Watson looked like garbage. That whole offense looked like garbage. Yeah, that's what happens when you come off an injury like that. Well, it's that, and they just decided, hey, remember that shitty offensive line we had last year? Let's just give Deshaun Watson that again. We have a young quarterback. Mm, well, fuck him. He might die out there. <laughs> Fucking cameras. Uh, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. All right, let's talk power rankings. You want to do this from uh, from ten to one or one to ten? What do you think? Ten to one. All right, you start. Uh ten. I got Chiefs. Ten. You got Chiefs. That seems pretty low. I don't know. It. They're there though. Yeah, no, I I get it. And the funny thing is, they're probably not there if Alex Smith is there. So, yeah, man, Mahomes looked really good. That's something we didn't talk about, but Mahomes looked really good. He's just fucking slinging that ball. No, Tyler Hill had a fucking lot of yards. Oh my god, he had a lot of yards. Whoo, whoo, that was no. nice. I loved it. Uh, okay, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the te- the Saints at ten. Uh. I- Okay, I just realized I don't have them. Whatever. Okay. Well, they probably don't deserve to be in the top ten after that last performance, but I think the Saints are. I'm going to be on the right side of history when the Saints bounce back. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to be I'd, like they're having a rough patch. They usually I mean, have a rough they patch. Scored forty points. You know. Yeah, man. Alvin Kamara went off. Huh? <laughs> Alvin Kamara just looks like he can score whenever he wants to. That's and he insane. Was on limited snaps. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why? Uh, well, he got. I, I guess he got hurt earlier in the week. Oh. Yeah, it's a bummer. Uh, Who the fuck cares? Yeah, I know. Just Honestly. Put him out there on one leg like they did Rodgers. I mean, he had. Whatever. He had insane yards. Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah no, he, he had a really good game. I know. He was on my fantasy team. <laughs> uh, I'm playing against him this week. That's what. Anyways. <laughs> Who, who's your number nine? Falcons. 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 I still believe in their offense. Okay. I mean, I, I wish I would have saw like more Calvin Ridley. Dude, zero thing. zero catches in that game. That's why. <laughs> that's a. He was bummer. out there all the time. He would. That's a bummer. But, but you guys, for some reason, played soft D most of the time. So Julio Jones was always fucking wide open. Uh. Listen, whenever we play the 
the Falcons, we play soft D, and I, I get mad every single time we do it. And then we win the game, and I'm not so mad at the end. But every single time we play the Falcons, we play super soft, and I don't know why. Maybe it's just to make sure he doesn't break one for 70 yards. I guess. I I mean, yeah, I guess. He's taller. Well, he's if, taller than all of our cornerbacks, though. So, like, if he wanted to, well, he's just taller than everybody in the league. Yeah, that's that's more or less true, actually. Okay, uh, my number nine is the Bears. The Bears, because I think they looked really good when when they were clicking. I don't know if they have good enough coaching to be that good for the whole year, but uh, we'll see. It's more of a learning experience type deal and play calling type deal so like we'll see in a couple weeks what they really are but right now they're a nine uh they were uh, they were definitely considered yeah for I, my uh, yeah time. like i would have put chiefs at nine and then probably put them at 10 but i thought i think the falcons are still a good team but this is hard yeah football's hard tell me about your eight uh, it's the Ravens. The Ravens. Wow. I think their defense is good enough to carry an offense, and then their offense looked good enough to score enough points. So that's really how it goes. Score, just to score enough points to win a game. That's how the Vikings are, honestly. <laughs> sure. Except I think the Vikings are one of the deeper teams in the NFL. Yeah, that's a. Weird part. We'll yeah, that's, that's one. That's we one. don't even have one of our captains signed for next year, so I don't know what we're going to fucking do. Whatever. <laughs> Not talking about that. Yeah, whatever. Figure it, anyway. out. Figure it out next year. Uh, Not really, because we need them like, next year. That's a problem. Otherwise, our defense is going to be fucked. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about Anthony Barr, by the way. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Okay. Uh... This is one I struggled with, but I like I don't really have anybody else to put up here. So my eight is the Steelers. I didn't put them. <laughs> I like I don't want to, uh, but they are like one of the more talented offenses in the NFL. Their defense and is James, fucking awful. James Conner did look really good. Yeah, I yeah I mean, but he's no Le'Veon. But like the problem is, I think if Le'Veon Bell's in that game, they probably win. Because, because first but of all, Le'Veon... Also, other people say if Baker Mayfield is the quarterback, they win. Yeah, well, that that's definitely true. That's why that's why the Browns aren't in my fucking top ten, because they don't have Baker Mayfield starting. I'm not a huge Baker Mayfield fan, but if he was, if he was playing, they probably would have won that game. Just put him in for that play that you're going to throw deep to fucking Tyrod Taylor, and you got yourself a touchdown. It's like, oh my god, Baker's in the game. Wonder what's gonna happen. Then he throws deep and it's a touchdown and everybody fucking celebrates and everybody's like, Oh my god, Baker Mayfield's so good and that kind of shit. And we all yeet. And then everybody like collectively throws up. Uh yeah, the Steelers the Steelers are, are a bad team. I think their defense is really bad. Uh but they they have a high powered offense and I, I respect that. What is your what are we at? Seven? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got go pack go. Okay. I will never say that again in my life. I don't know why the fuck I said it. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Uh I they they look good, but if they're Aaron Rodgers, they're like fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, they're bad. 
They are they are bad without Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so this next one, I kind of this like this section in here. I think these teams are like legitimately bad teams. Uh, and this is the Jaguars. I think the Jaguars are bad. That's going to be the hill I die on this year. I think. It, yeah, the Jags are. I mean, I, I have them higher, but it's like they're all the same people on the team this year again. <laughs> Dude, it's all they, the same team, and you can't expect that defense to stay well, as healthy as they did Well, they don't have Allen Robinson or Allen Hearns, so like they don't have receivers anymore. They, they have, have like Marquise Lee and Marquise Lee's done for the year. He's not even playing. And well, they don't even have him. I guess. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Like when Mar- so this is the thing. I was talking to one of my buddies. I said when Marquise Lee goes down, and that's a huge issue for your team. There's something wrong with your team, because Marquise <laughs> Lee is like maybe a number two wide receiver on the I don't know like any other team like the Eagles. He's maybe a number two wide receiver. Maybe. And you could He's argue definitely three. Yeah, that's with one else else round Jeffries there. Exactly. Like I don't. I don't know that team. That team, like for whatever reason, just said, "Nah, we don't really need to play defense. We like our, or we don't really need to play offense. We like our defense so much." And then they're like, "Let's just go fucking re-sign everybody on defense." And then all of a sudden, everybody's like, "Wait a sec, but what about your wide receivers?" And they're like, "What? I can't hear you. We have a really good defense. Did you hear? <laughs> we had the best defense of the league last year." And we're like, I don't know. I and we're like, and we're like, wait, what? <laughs> Uh, what is your six? That's where we are, right? Six. Yep. Okay. Cool. Patriots. Patriots. That seems pretty low to me. Uh, but I understand why. But I understand why they're down there. Who the fuck's their receivers anymore? And, well, yeah, but Gronk is their receiver, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> like, they still have the most athletic big guy in the NFL. There was. It was funny because in the post game. Press conference, Gronk, the one he scored on, he's like, why is he throwing it to me? And then he scored. He says he's like, there was like two people on me, and I couldn't barely bring my arms up, and I scored a touchdown. That's why he was throwing it. He's, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, he's he's borderline insane, that guy. Uh, my sixth are the Chiefs, because I and, and this is not because I think they're that good. I think they're the most exciting team in the NFL. So I decided to put them really high on my power rankings. Because I I think they're going to win games by either 50 points or they're going to score 50 points and lose. So, (laughs) uh, because I think their defense is not very good. (laughs) So, so I like that's that's just you know that's just how I how I think about it. Either they're gonna they're gonna win by 50 points or they're gonna lose scoring 50 points. So, yeah, because they don't have Marcus Peters anymore, right? Uh, they don't have like much of anybody, dog. Like, can you name three people on their team on their defensive uh side of the ball? Uh, Eric Berry. There's one. Yeah, that's the only one. That that's the only one. That's the only one I can think of. Is uh not a keep to leave? Is Tall Tally playing still? Oh, uh, mm, I don't know. <laughs> uh, probably not. I don't know. <laughs> He's uh, old. Yeah, he was old. Uh, He's played a lot for a long time, though. Yeah, he did. I, I'm pretty sure he left last year. Um, I don't know. 
It doesn't Houston. matter. That defense is not very I, I good. Went, I went to ta like defensive stats. Oh, Justin Houston. They're... Oh, that guy. Yeah, that guy's not bad. Yeah. That guy's an edge rusher. Yeah, I don't even see. I don't see. Uh, is it Eric Berry or Mark? Eric Berry's. I don't even see him like getting a single tackle. Um. Hmm. I don't know. He definitely played this week. Who fucking cares? Yeah, whatever. Anyways. Anyway, number five for you. Oh, uh, Panthers. Panthers. Uh, I was really surprised with North Turner's offense, but he surrounded it by Cam Newton the way it's supposed to be, and it works. So uh, I'm waiting a week on the Panthers. I, I kept them out. Which I understand because you never know, but it's hard to watch them try to run the ball with Christian McCaffrey. Oh yeah, he just doesn't go anywhere. He's 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 uh he's like that. He really is like that. It's like he seems like he's gonna go and then he doesn't. Is it? I mean, the man had eighty catches last year. They just gotta put him at receiver at this point. <laughs> which they, which is what they should do. Is you just put him in the slot and let him go. Uh, I had Packers at five, and it's because of Aaron Rodgers. That's really all I have to say about it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's 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 like he's like a magician. He carries uh McCarthy to fucking ten wins a year every year he plays. It's crazy. That guy's awful. And yeah. Rodgers just comes in and is like, hey, you know that shitty team you have? I'm just gonna make them like four times better than they actually are. And McCarthy's like, okay, thank you, sir. Can I have some more? <laughs> uh, okay, who's your number four? Uh. It's the Jaguars because I I really like the um motherfucking uh defense a lot more. Sure, I get it. But uh, it's it's tough, and I literally for that one out. But I don't know who else to fucking put up here. So yeah, I mean that's why I put them as low as they did because they didn't really blow me away. But like they are still a pretty solid team. As far as, like, running the ball goes, I put the Patriots at four for literally that same exact reason. Is like, I don't think they look particularly impressive, but uh, they are the Patriots, and, like, they just find ways to win, and they just out-scheme you. It's really, it's actually, it's not really the Patriots. It's really, I'm just putting Bill Belichick at number four, kind of. Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski. I just put those three at number four, and then the rest of the Patriots team can be wherever. Just something to think about. I I, I don't yeah. think that team is particularly good this year. I, I could, feel like our top three are going to be the same, but the first two are going to be flip flops. Like it always has. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> who's your Who's your number three? Rams. No, I think we. Well, our first two might be flip flop then. <laughs> I also have the Rams at my number three. I think the Rams are really good. I think that first uh. That first half of that Monday night game was pretty concerning, all things considered, especially since they're playing uh, uh, John Gruden, who is who's truly awful. <laughs> uh, who I I just I cannot even I cannot even believe he's coaching. Uh, but I mean Sean McVay, that offense, that defense seems to work every once in a while, like that kind of deal. What did you What did you think about the Rams? Tell me about the Rams. Uh, uh, Todd Gurley did his thing, which is always nice. Um, 
Jared Goff, I want him to succeed all even though he's in the NFC. Hate that part. But Jared Goff looks really I don't know. He didn't seem like he dropped his step or gained a step, if that makes any sense. So he looks like he looks the same from last year. Like you can tell he'll have those games sure. and he just airs it the fuck out. And it seemed I think I saw a stat that he was throwing to throwing into tight windows way more this year. Like even even like in like I, I thought I saw the stat that he was like throwing thirty percent of his balls went into tight windows this year as compared to like seventeen percent last year. I don't know, something like that. Which is good because he's got Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and now he has the addition of Brandon Cutts. Yeah, so. no kidding. All right, tell me why the Eagles are at number two. <laughs> uh, this always happens. Um, it, I don't know. They look trash in one half of football, and you can just tell like the difference between Carson Wentz and Nick Foles, yep. which is which is hard to admit. Which is hard to do with the way Nick Foles ended the year last year, mm-hmm. honestly, because they both look pretty good. But I don't know if it's like that. What that John D. Filippo since he's gone. Sure. You know, I don't know if that's the case. You know, I don't think it is because I don't know how much really important like position coaches are in the NFL. Like I understand that they need they are needed. But I don't know if that's like really could be beneficial or like make you bad. Yeah. As yeah. a pretty decent quarterback who should be starting on a team but just decides to be a backup. Which is really freaking weird, but anyways. Man, he does he's just he just loves the Eagles, I guess. I don't like, I don't you know I mean I don't know. He's got a Super Bowl MVP. Who the fuck cares? Uh the thing I would say about the Eagles, obviously I have them at number one. <laughs> uh and this I I would almost put them as a prestige because I almost think I almost think the Vikings are maybe a better team right now. Uh the thing I would say about the Eagles is I almost think that we scheme to play like really tough games against like teams when Foles is playing for whatever reason. First of all, I think Atlanta just has our number. For whatever reason, every time we play Atlanta, it's a low-scoring affair. Uh, second of all, the last, besides the playoff games, the last like three games that we've played in, Foles has played pretty conservatively, and like it's it's just been like like just a mess for like at least a half of football for us. So I like I don't I don't know what to think of this team. They're the Super Bowl champs. Uh it seemed like they had some huge nuts sometimes in that game and then sometimes they would just decide, "Uh, you know what? I just kind of don't want to win anymore." There were a couple penalties on on our special teams specifically that were just like, "How do you do that? How can you do that? How? How can you do that?" And then, you know, I like this team has a way to go. But I think you're right. I think when Carson comes back, like it's almost it, the two big injuries right now are Carson and Alshon Jeffries. Once we get both of those two people back, I think this team is by far and away the best team in the NFL. I think they have the deepest roster. I think they have the the mentality of we've already been here. All we have to do is get back, like that kind of deal. 
Mm-hmm. Like they have such a swagger and a confidence about them that even when we were, even when things looked dire, I did not think we were going to lose that game on Thursday night. I, I, I just had, I had confidence that the Eagles would pull it out where in years past, I have not had that confidence. It feels a lot like last year, actually, is what it feels like. Is in these close games, I feel like, well, Doug, Doug will figure it out. Foles will <laughs> figure himself out, like that kind of thing. Let's talk. Uh, I, let's talk. I, I liked it that they did Philly again. Philly, Philly, well, it whatever. wasn't. It wasn't that play. It was the play that uh, the Patriots ran that Tom Brady dropped. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> that's it, what it they. Was that's what Lane Johnson said at the. In the post game interview, he's like, "It wasn't Philly special. It was it was the play that the Patriots ran that Tom <laughs> dropped." And I'm like, "Oh my God, Lane Johnson, what are you doing?" Uh, he didn't care. Yeah, no, he didn't give a fuck. Uh, I think uh, that being said, I think the Vikings probably have the best defense in the league. And depending on how their offense shakes out with Kirk Cousins, I, I like they, they're an extremely scary team, and I'm upset that we have to play them so early. Uh, I wish, I wish we played them later in the year. At least, at at least then it would be really cold. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. Like that's the that's the one team. I'm not so scared about the Rams because I think they have this this potential of just like exploding and like just being bad all of a sudden. The Vikings are a well-coached team, a well-oiled machine, a very deep team uh, that seems like it seems like nobody's ever hurt on that defense. So I like I don't even know if I can like pray for a pray for an injury. Like I like I, I like I don't even know. I think I, I don't know. I was saying these same things oh. last year and then we fucking whooped their ass in the championship game, though. So who knows? <laughs> Yeah, don't don't remind me of that. Anyways, um, <laughs> um, but like the thing was, is like Xavier Rhodes and Trey Wayans were like game day decision. I don't know if you knew that or not. Yeah, but isn't Xavier Rhodes like a game day decision like every week? <laughs> that but that was the that was the idea that I always got was like, oh, Xavier Rhodes game day decision. Name a more iconic pair than that, like that kind of deal. Luke Keekley game day decision. Yeah, ex- exactly. Luke Keekley with a concussion? No kidding. <laughs> oh, uh, Cam Newton with his shoulder last year. Oh yeah, Cam Newton with his shoulder. Who are some other good ones? Oh, Gronk with a uh, Gronk with a fucking elbow injury. That one's good. Um, there's a there's a bunch of them. There is a there is a bunch of them. Oh, Tom Brady. What's the one that Bill Belichick always gives Tom Brady? No idea. I think it's like a leg injury, like a knee injury or some shit like that. He always puts him on on the injury report as questionable with like a knee injury. Does he do that on purpose? Uh, yeah, he used to. He used to put him as as a, I don't know if he still does. He definitely used to put Tom Brady as questionable every week, just to like fuck with people because I don't think he likes the idea of disclosing disclosing starters and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I do think uh it's it's really the Eagles and the Vikings in the NFC NFC and then maybe and then the Rams just below them and then everybody else. With like these analysis like these sports commentators not commentators because they do games like the sports analysis analysis people yeah like some of them didn't even have the Vikings making the fucking playoffs yeah like. Are you guys on crack? No, man, that's the Rogers effect right there. That's what that's what you're feeling is the Rogers effect. 
But like that that shows that they didn't even make the wild card even is the problem. Is yeah. what I'm trying to like they didn't even get the wild card spot. It's, I mean, it's going to be a tough conference, but I don't think there's any way that the Vikings don't make the playoffs. That's very strange to me. Unless, like, we get leukemia the whole time. Now, the Eagles, on the other hand, I absolutely see a scenario where the Eagles don't make it to the playoffs. Because, I mean, we have, like, really tough fucking schedules this year. We uh, play the Patriots and that one week, and then we play Aaron Rodgers the next week. He's yeah, but you'll just you'll back. just hurt Aaron Rodgers and then it'll be fine. Well, we'll just hurt him this week. It doesn't matter. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. You're just gonna hurt him this week and it'll be fine. Well, it doesn't. I don't think he'll be playing, but that's just me. They will, I, dude, if he plays, it'll be a fucking miracle. All right, you have a fantasy draft to do. Go do that. Um, the one guy didn't join the fucking league, so we can't do it. So wait a sec. You have to wait another week, or? You're... We'll probably just wait till tomorrow night. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. It's fucking dumb. That is dumb. That is dumb. I, I, ju- I just texted him. I'm the commissioner. That's why I'm pissed. Because everybody's joined besides him. And everybody's probably waiting for the draft. Guess what? Can't fucking have the draft if we only if we don't have everybody in, everybody on their fucking team. Can't you just schedule it like an hour from now? I could, but I'm not gonna just. If you, I mean, I probably would. Just be like join now, and then we'll just do this bitch in an hour. Good luck. Good luck. Back. But he's like he like run mails route, mail routes, so like he could be in bed already. Oh, okay. Like he like works at like midnight or some shit. Well, all he needs to do, like, yeah, all he needs to do is join the league, and then he can auto draft. Fuck him. Yeah, maybe this know. is a strategic. This is a strategic move, so he doesn't have to auto draft. Maybe, maybe. Well, uh, anyway, I, you figure nice that shit out. Yeah, dude, we'll do this again next week. Should be same time. Do I have a next Tuesday off? Yeah, I think so. I think the only Tuesday I don't have off is that one before that wedding, and that's in like three weeks. So that's already in three weeks. Jesus. Yeah. No kidding. But, yeah, I'll talk to you same time next week. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out, my dude. We'll figure it out. I'll see you on the other side, buddy. All right, bye. Bye.